welcome to another episode of The Well-Rounded Wolf with Calvin Riggs, a bi-weekly podcast for those who want to level up in life and become a little bit more well-rounded. We're going to do book reviews, discuss current events, and interview dynamic guests, all with an emphasis on personal development. So if you're serious about moving the needle, you're in the right place. You can learn more about the show and subscribe for updates by visiting thewellroundedwolf.com. You ready? Let's go. What's up, everybody? I'm glad you're back, or maybe this is your first episode. Either way, we're glad to have you. We decided to do a bonus episode to speak to our recent graduates. First of all, congrats. We are proud of you, and we expect big things, and we want to help you get off on the right foot. So we'd like to offer a few nuggets that will help you make a smooth transition. Maybe that transition involves a new job, heading off to college, the military, vocational school, or something else. So today I have my co-host, producer, and lovely wife, Angela, with me. And you'll be hearing a lot more from her going forward. So welcome to the mic, Angela. How are you feeling today? Doing well. All right. You ready to get into it? I'm ready. All right. Let's do it. So first topic that we uh, selected for today is avoid self-comparison. Angela, why is that important? Well, because um, God only made one of you, so you have to be who you are. You can't be anybody else. Um, So there's no reason to compare yourself to anybody else. It just really, it makes your life a whole lot harder if you're trying to compare yourself to other people. Learn your own skill set, your own craft, you know, just kind of learn who you are and um, go from there. Okay. All right, so if I'm, uh, is this like just Hollywood? Don't compare myself to Lil Wayne. Don't compare myself to Jamie Foxx or whoever's hot out there right now. I don't know who's who. But, um, or what about just, you know, Tim that sits two seats over from me? Tim could be 6'4", basketball player, an average student, whereas you could be 5'2", a straight-A student, and have a gift that you have not tapped into yet. So you can't compare yourself to Tim because you're you and Tim's Tim. You just, that's like comparing apples to oranges. Okay. All right. And it also messes with your psychological being. Like, you know, you keep comparing yourself to someone else. Then you forget who you are because you're trying to keep up with that person. You're trying to become who they are just be you okay i like what you said there uh i want to go through a a couple of things that somebody might do because we might have somebody out there that that they're thinking i don't really know who i am i never really thought about that seems odd to me but i'm sure there's a lot of people that really haven't given much thought to who they are so a a couple of things that you might do to kind of get to know yourself better is uh think about Maybe what's a perfect day for you? A perfect day for me might mean getting up in the morning, knocking me out a little two-mile run, uh, down to what I have, what I'm listening to while I'm getting that run done. Maybe it's a certain genre of music. Uh, maybe it's the Well-Rounded Wolf podcast. Could be, you know, could be anything. But when I finish that run, uh, maybe I want to take some time, 
read a certain kind of book. Maybe it's reading poetry. Maybe it's reading quotes. Maybe it's the individuals that I decide to reach out to and call and and take counsel from that day. But I think all of those things kind of help you, you know, like what would be perfect for me if I could spend every day the way I desire, like what kind of job would be perfect for me? What kind of skills are perfect for me? So, you know, if you're somebody out there and you haven't given thought to those kind of things, and you know what I'm going to say next if you've been listening to the show, write it down. Take some time. You know, what What does a perfect day look like for me? How would I spend my time? What do I want to learn more about? You know, alone. And I suggest you do this alone. You, God, alone. That's it. And And go through that. And think about, you know, what that day would look like and what kinds of things uh, you would do. I think that is a great exercise to really get to know yourself and focus on how you want to grow, you know, mind, body, uh, soul, all those kinds of things. And I think then you have a framework of, hey, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. This is what I won't fall for and kind of move, move forward. What do you think about that? I actually like that a lot. Um, And what I was going to add to that was that um, for those who are, you know, going to the next level of life, you know, going to college or Voltec or whatever, when he said, you know, get to know yourself and trying to figure out what you like, most students have been in such a routine that it's going to take you some time to get to know who you are. So this is not going to happen in one day. You're not going to be able to sit down when he said, you know, sit down on that day and figure out what you like, what what's your happy place. Think about it in this aspect. So you've been in high school for however many years. So you've been on a high school schedule. Now that you're going into college or a new job or wherever you're going, you're about to change that schedule completely. So just like it took you years to get used to the high school schedule, it's going to take your, you know, not years necessarily, but it's going to take you some time to really tap into who you are, who you are at your best day. What do you like? What makes you happy? For me, I, um, I wake up every morning, um, with prayer on my mind. I thank God for waking me up that morning. I get up, I go to my prayer chair. I have a place in in the house where I go and sit and read the Bible and pray. Um, That gives me my peace and calmness for the morning. And after that, I might take a walk or run. But you have to tap into whatever kind of... um, Whatever kind of eases your morning so that the rest of the day will go the way you need it to go. It's all about the the beginning. It's like some people don't eat breakfast every morning. That doesn't start their day. But most of us, breakfast is the first meal of our day. You got to figure out what's your first meal of your day. And I mean that not in the food sense. I mean that in the in the realm of happy place. Me, I believe in God. So, you know, praying and just whatever your thing is for you. Right. 
I, I totally agree with that. And so, a lot that you said made me think nobody is going to bring joy to you. Nobody's going to bring like, hey, Calvin, here's your fulfillment for the day. I don't care if she is the most gorgeous or beautiful or he is the most handsome or, or gorgeous or whatever or you know, your boss, your professor, there are going to be people that, you know, put a smile on your face and encourage you and inspire you, no doubt. But if you plan something you can sustain is going to come from you. And if you're looking for that in other people, you'll never find it. You will never, ever, ever find it. So I think what we're getting at with this routine and kind of getting to know yourself and know who you are, that's kind of like stuff in your suitcase. Like, hey, you know what? I packed my own joy. So whatever kind of nonsense and bullshit I encountered today, I did my part. I'm going I'm to meet that, you know, with the, with the right kind of force and uh, attitude. And one of my favorite things to say is don't let other people steal your joy. You know, and somewhere in the Bible it says joy comes in the morning. You keep that joy with you all day long. Do not allow other people to steal your joy. I don't care what happens because honestly, if they steal your joy, they control you. They're controlling you. You have now released any control of yourself and you're now a puppet for them. If they can say something or do something or whatever and you react and they've stolen your joy, guess what? You're now completely out of control of yourself and you're a puppet for them. They know exactly what to do to um, to hit those triggers. So self-control, realizing who you are, and really just stand firm on that. And don't be afraid to be you. Yeah. One thing that uh, I have a manager that you say a really cool thing, I don't know exactly how she stated it, but basically she would say to a new hire class or group of people that, hey, this is day one. And not only is this day one with regard to, you know, it's your first day at work, but think about it. Whatever you were at your other job. So if people said you were moody or, you know, hard to get along with or a pushover or, you know, whatever it was. You can remake yourself. So getting to know yourself, a piece of that is I can reinvent, right? And I'm not talking about reinvention in the way of being fake. Right. Stay true to who you are. But let's face it. If crap doesn't work, if, if you always run late and at the last job I got written up for being late or when I was in high school, I wasn't worth a damn in first period or whatever. Okay, adjust. Because, Lord, one thing I hate is people that are locked in. Uh, this is me. I just know me. I can that we have tendencies, Lord, we have tendencies. We have things that we like best, but Hey, sometimes that last class is going to be offered and it's an 8 a.m. class. And I'm not saying you should take it, but I'm not saying that you, Oh, I'm not a morning person. So I definitely want to, I'm, to me, that's kind of silly. Do what's right for you. Do what's right for you. I know Angela might feel different because she's, you know, she has some, uh, tendencies, I guess, that she's really locked into. And that's a part of knowing, you know, really knowing yourself. So I'm not, you know, you can take that for what it's worth. Try and stretch yourself where it's applicable. If it's not applicable, don't do it because uh, you know yourself a whole lot better than I do, no doubt. 
Yeah, that's and he's I mean, he's right. And um in that regard, but also that's why you have to know who you are. That's why um you don't need to compare yourself to anyone else because somebody else can probably take an eight o'clock class and you cannot. You can't keep up with other people. So I am a morning person, so I can get up early in the morning. When I say early, I mean 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and I, I'm very productive in the morning. When I'm ready to do things or if I need to study, morning hours for me are the best. Um, at 9 p.m., I am no more good. Like, good night, see y'all in the morning. Sometimes in the middle of the day, because I get up so early, there are certain things that I'm not going to do in the middle of the day because my mind is not focused. I know myself well enough to know when I can um, like record a podcast or um, study for something that I'm trying to learn. I, I know myself well enough to know that I cannot do that at a certain point in the day because I'm not going to be focused. And then I'm a multitasker. So, you know, that plays into it as well. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. So let's, we're going to jump on and Angela, you made me, uh, this is a perfect segue. Um, how do you learn? That's the next thing we had selected. We want you to give some thought to how you learn. Now, again, we got people that are going to the military, starting new jobs, uh, changing jobs, whatever it is, whatever this part of your transition is going to be learning, no doubt. So you're, you're going to be learning something. Hey, listeners, thanks for supporting the show. Guess what? Calvin wrote an ebook. The ebook is titled Level Up, Take a Look in the Mirror, and it's sold on Amazon. Simply search for Level Up by Calvin Riggs. This book is a quick read, very insightful, and is perfect for anyone looking for a spark, especially recent graduates. The purchase cost is only $5, you can also find it by going to the wellroundedwolf.com and simply clicking on ebooks. We're receiving great reviews, and I think it will definitely be a blessing to you. And you need to give some thought to how do I learn best? And as I think Angela has just gone through it, some people are morning people, some people are night people. Um, you need to give some thought as to. If you require a very quiet place, if you have to, even with all of this technology, I still write everything down on a pad, like pencil and paper. Sometimes I then transfer it uh, electronically. Sometimes I'll then turn around and type it. So those kinds of, uh, I guess, habits or rituals that you have are really important. But give some thought to how you learn best write down the things like and when i say write down like including the things like uh let's say you're at an on-campus library and people you know keep coming through all right that's a distraction those are distractions maybe you have to go find a different library yes. maybe you can't go to the um, public library the public library or the on-campus on library, campus library. You take put all of that in your inventory and recognize those things. Don't just like think to yourself, oh, God, my, the test is in two days and I hope a lot of people don't come through. You manage that. You manage those people out of the way. Right. You manage in the right relationships 
and uh, tutors or whatever you need. So, like, this is an exhaustive thing. How do I learn best? And you may be challenged more now. So, how what you did in high school, you might have been able to skate a little bit, right? You know, you just kind of like, you know, skate on through. It's all good. And now you're sweating, you know, beads of sweat on your forehead because this is an actual, you know, dog fight. And you got to bring it in a different way. So you may have to learn in a different way and uh, kind of bring some new skills, prioritization, whatever it is to the table. And it could be that you might need to just, you know, if you can't find a library or um, some now in most colleges at, at most colleges, they have like silent rooms. You know, you could go in a silent room. Um, and nobody else can come in while you're in there, that might help. But if that doesn't help, some people learn well in group study guys or study, what's the word I'm looking for? Study study sessions, things Mm -hmm. that, you know, some people learn well that way. You just have to figure out what works best for you. Sometimes you just may have to go to a park or somewhere on campus where there's a quiet little corner and know what time those students are students are going to be there or they're not going to be there. It's very important to figure out how you learn best. Some people can read a book. Some people can listen to um, audio and learn. You just got to figure out what works best for you because you have all the the technology in your hand. First of all, um, that phone that you're talking on also is a very good study guide tool, something that we didn't have years ago when we were in school, like high school or college, to be honest with you. So figure out what works best for you. Me personally, I like to learn in the quiet completely. Yeah. Uh, Your other resources like uh, those office hours, I'll, I'll tell you. And first of all, I graduated a million years ago. But I have never, ever, ever gone to a single office hour. Didn't utilize instructors. Didn't utilize the assistant. I didn't utilize anything. I recommend to you, utilize all of that stuff. I was also a C student. I don't want you to be a C student. I want you to be an A student or do whatever your best is. Do that. But use the tools and resources that can help you get there. Build relationships that matter, right? Build relationships that count, that can add value to what you're doing and you can add value to it. And by building those relationships with the right people, uh, you have a network that will extend beyond your days on campus. And the same thing for jobs and military. Uh, You know, there are some good people out there that will show you kind of the lay of the land. And there's some people that are going to feed you a bunch of BS. So you got to use some, uh, discernment. We'll have to use it. Go to that on a different podcast episode. But being able to discern what's right for you and what is not right for you is going to be uh, huge. But to move back to the main topic, utilize your tools and resources and office hours and and whatever the job or the branch of service or the college has to offer to you. And also realize that in learning, you're going to make some sacrifices. You're not going to be able to go to all the parties. You're not going to be able to hang out with your girls or your boys and things of that nature. Cause you're, if you're truly there to um, 
get that grade or to get that skill set in whatever class you're taking, if you're truly there to learn what you're trying to learn, sometimes you have to drop people, those friends, and I'm doing air quotes right now, so that you can be the best you you need to be in college. Because they might can party all night and get up and take a test and do fine. If you can't, then don't go to that party. You know, don't um, stay on the phone all night talking to your boyfriend or don't stay on the phone all night, um, guys, talking to your girlfriend or, you know, whatever it is. But figure out how you learn and, and make the time to learn. Excellent. Excellent. And Angela, you brought up uh, friends and relationships there. And I think that's a, another great segue because the next thing we wanted to talk about was don't be a chaser. <laughs> All right. So by chaser, what we mean is don't chase relationships. And and I mean in this, I mean all relationships. Let's say there's someone that you are interested in romantically. Okay. You could mess around and get in a situation where you're spending time you don't have, money you don't have, resources you don't have, and you're Grades are suffering because you're in, and I'm using air quotes, love, okay? The fact of the matter is, some, this is a, uh, you have to keep things in order. If you took a job to learn a new skill or to advance your career, or you're going to school to get that degree so you can move on and do bigger, better things, or you can join the military to, you know, enhance yourself, don't lose sight of the fact that that's, that was job one. Okay. Don't lose sight of the fact that that's why you got in, because when you start chasing and, and, you know, I'll do anything for him, I'll do anything for her. And you're spending your money on that and buying roses and flowers and uh, frappuccinos and all this kind of stuff every day. Even you could even take that relationship to friends. If somebody is showing you that they don't want to be around you and you're you know, you were supposed to meet somewhere and now you got to text three, four, five times. And now they are at a different place and they left you waiting an hour. Guess what? That mm-hmm. ain't your friend. It's, and, it's that simple. And it might take you one or two times to catch on to their pattern, but it shouldn't take you more than one or two times to catch on to that pattern. Um, I don't have a problem. I've never had a problem with letting people go if it didn't feel if, if, if the relationship didn't benefit the both of us, if it's one-sided, then it's not a relationship. So, um, and that, that relationship, when I say relationship, I mean friendship, um, co-workership, I mean all those ships, any kind of ship. Uh, just remember that you don't want, and, and on the flip side of that, you don't want to be chased either. Don't you be a chaser, but you don't want other people chasing you. Right. You look into relationships where you can add value and they can add value. So uh, I forget exactly what the quote is, but they say if you have five friends that are knuckleheads, you'll be the sixth. If you have five friends that are you know, entrepreneurs and building businesses, you'll be the sixth. If those you have are the things you chase. Friends, yeah. The entrepreneurship, those type of friends. You chase that, chase that, chase that knowledge. You know, 
if you're going to be a chaser, chase the right things, chase knowledge, chase anything that will benefit and better you as a person, um, as a student, um, just don't be a chaser in the relationship aspect of it, but be a chaser when it comes to learning. Um, and again, it's learning yourself, learning how you learn and learning how to be a better person overall. So, um, like I said, if you're going to chase, just chase the right things, chase things that can help improve you. I think a good, uh, a thing, a simple thing that I recommend people do. And when we have three sons, by the way, uh, so, you know, this is the same stuff we recommended and some of, the, <laughs> some of it they did, some of it they didn't do. So, you know, but one thing that we always recommend is stop and listen to your, your buddies. Like, like really stop and listen to what they're saying. And if, if everything that comes out of their mouth is something that little whoever, whatever rapper, every, every rapper is a little something who, if, if all, if that's all that they got to talk about and this old crazy foul music and let's go smoke this and buy that and let's try and get over on somebody and we're going to skip class today. Okay. If you don't have enough sense to evaluate that that's nonsense and not worth the time, then you're in trouble. Right. But I don't think that's you. I think you can evaluate and say, Hey, for whatever reason, this person may be viewed as cool and, you know, down or whatever the hell you want to call it. But this the fact of the matter is this person sounds like a clown, right? They don't know. They're not talking about anything of substance. They're not talking about anything of value. If you ain't talking about nothing, you ain't talking about nothing. One of my favorite quotes is business is business and bullshit is bullshit. So if your friend is talking shit, let's find some new friends. Okay. And, that, and that's a good way for um, the guys, but on the girls aspect, even though we don't have girls, um, you know, I was in high school and I've gone to college, but you know, you, you might have girlfriends like, let's go to the mall. Let's go shopping. Let's, let's go get our nails done every week, but you don't have the money to get your nails done every week, but you're going anyway. And then you're not eating because you don't spend your money on getting your nails done or a pedicure or buying the, the new uh, purse or whatever. That's not the, that's not the crowd that you want to be with, or let's go to this party tonight. You just, you know, you've got to learn as, as Calvin said earlier, it, and we'll, we'll discuss this later at a later date, but discernment, if you don't know what that means, definitely look it up and write it down. Um, you've got to learn how to, Make those decisions for yourself. Don't let other people, friends, guide you. And, and relationships and everything, you are just like a, uh, a business in, in a certain sense. Like there's a finite amount of resources, right? There's only so much that's in your cup, all right? Guess what? People will take every ounce if you give it to them. Yeah. So if you're gullible, and, you know, and, I, and you can be gullible with time. You can be gullible with energy. You can be gullible with affection. You can be money. gullible with sex. You can be gullible with money. You can be gullible with, and, and guess what? They'll take every bit of all of that. Yeah. They'll take all of it and go, you know, brag about it and tell others about how gullible you are. So it's hard to kind of go through alone and not have nobody to sit with at lunch or nobody to hang out with or whatever. 
But I highly recommend that you take that inventory and make sure that you are not chasing and that you are managing your resources properly. You know, you want to save some money. You want to save some time. You want to save some energy. You want to save some all those things we listed. You want to save that and use the best for you. Sometimes it makes sense to be selfish, right? Mm -hmm. It, It makes sense to be selfish. And sometimes staying at home is going to keep you out of some trouble anyway. You know, sometimes staying at home is going to keep you out of keep your name out of some mess. So we'll we'll talk about some of that later. But long story short, manage yourself well, manage your relationships well, and don't chase people. And I'm going to say, you know, like I said, for me, you've got to ask yourself the hard questions, but it's all about. And again, for me, it's all about knowing um, who God says you are and believing that Um, because you are a whole lot more than you think you are. He's giving you everything you want and everything you need is there. He's just waiting for you to take it because he's laid it out. You just got to go take it. You just got, but you got to do it his way, not your way. And doing it his way, meaning that you're not following friends, you're not going to parties, um, means that you're taking the time to learn who you are and so that you can be the best version of you that you can be. Because ultimately, the goal is for you to reach back and help someone else. Because there's someone else out there that's going to start off in the same spot that you're in right now you should always reach back and help someone else. That's right. And I want to remind that that could be whatever walk of life you're doing, whether it's going to college or the military or starting a job or, you know, cutting grass, whatever it is, all of this is a hundred percent applicable and, and you can do it. Uh, Let's head to our next topic. And that is how, you handle or how to handle adversity. Hmm. So another fine time for you to take an inventory, like some of the things that has happened to you previously, think about how you handled it. Think about what happened, how you carried yourself, how you reacted. Um, And a lot of times adversity comes with like resources. Like what did you uh, spend you know, what kind of energy did you use to, to work yourself through it? Did you make bad decisions and spend money you didn't have? Uh, did you create the adversity? Because there's going to be a ton of adversity coming to you as a young adult. There's going to be things that you cannot control. We All of us lose people. Like there may be uh, deaths in the family. Um, you may lose friends. And now when I say lose friends, I mean like they, you may have had a friend and now they're no longer a friend. Uh, you may lose re- romantic relationships. Um, you may adversely you making a, a, a two F's in a row. I've made two F's in a row. How am I going to pull out of this? What am I going to, you know, pull from what to, make this a better situation. So there's going to be tons of adversity. Uh, Angela, any tips on how to, how to go through that and what to draw from? My advice on handling adversity is to always pray about the situation first. 
I've learned to rely on my relationship with God and to honestly just trust him. I know that if um, I know that if God allowed me to or allowed that situation to be brought to me, that he will get me through it. Because I remember that adversity is not from God, but God can use adversity for our good. When we endure adversity, we just have to remember that good can come from it and refuse to give up. You know, the saying when um, life throws you lemons, make lemonade out of it, then that's what you need to do. Also, sometimes you just have to remember to take stock in all that you've been through and learn from those lessons. As I said before, refuse to give up and that. Adversity offers valuable, very valuable insight. As far as the bad grades um, in a class, like having those two Fs, there's a couple of things you can do. If you can't pull that grade up, check and see if you can drop that class. If you can and you feel like you need to drop the class. But another option for you is to consider is to audit that class, especially if that class that you're um, needing to kind of get out of if you got to pay for that class either way whether you drop it or audit it why not audit it so you can learn as much as you can and go and get prepared for the next time you have to take that class being that you're going to need that class for your major um auditing that class would also give you insight on how the professor teach you know what i'm saying and also the professor will remember that you chose to audit that class and you will make a connection with that professor for doing so. It's, it's something you really should look into before dropping a class and better, even with, without all of that, um, you're pouring into yourself by sticking it out in that class. Sure. Your friends might be like, um, Oh man, I I dropped that class. Why are you still going to that class? Uh, you know, don't listen to your friends. To be quite honest with you, I mean, what do they know? You know, they're dropping the class. They're going to pay for the class, and you know, they're going to go on about their business. But see, you're pouring into yourself. You have a plan. You know what you're doing. You want to. Next time you take that class, you don't want two else. You want two A's. So, you know, you do what you need to do for yourself. And and also remember, your friends don't know everything. They're not the ones you should be getting advice from anyway. Um, I hope that you would have a mentor or your parents or someone to kind of guide you through this journey. But you do need that. And if you don't have that, find it. Because it's definitely not going to be your friends. You all are pretty much starting off on the same level so um outside of your self and your belief in your praying to god for help seek um seek counsel from someone who is older who has been through this process and that can really help you but handling adversity is really about learning from it and taking the high road, staying calm and not, um, you know, not causing too much friction, if you will, when it comes your way. And it's going to come. It's just you need to be as prepared for it as you can.
All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Lots of great advice there. Okay, the next segment we wanted to uh, go over. Something sounds really simple, but it's really complex. First things first. So we want to keep first things first. Uh, I, I heard it put very nicely once. Always keep the main thing the main thing. And you might say, well, Calvin, what does that mean? Well, what that means is, Whatever this endeavor is that you're about to undertake, you're going through it for a reason. And the reason is you want to complete this process so you can take the next step in your development or career or what have you. So anything short of that is a loss. So all these other things that pop up. Distractions. Distractions. uh, Or this partying. Whether it's... Uh, there's this new drug out that'll, you know, make you feel like you're flying and all this nonsense that's going to be uh, put in front of you. Girlfriends. Alcohol, liquor, <laughs> girlfriends, boy, all that, all those things. Those things are distractions, right? Everybody has to deal with them in some way. But go ahead and set your mind that this is a business trip. I say it all the time uh, as my kids were growing up. Think of this as a business trip. And when you go on a business trip, the main thing is you need to go out to conduct that business. If if you're supposed to close a sale, you need to close that sale. If you're supposed to make a presentation, you're going to make that presentation. It's not to party. It's not to go out and do fine dining and all those things. It is to go out there and, and ensure that whatever the business at hand was, we handled it. So for this move for you, Set your mind in that you will not be moved off your mark. You're going to kind of uh, zone in and really be focused on the business at hand, no matter what else is going on. And we've said it before, so I won't harp on this, but you can just trim some people out of your life. Yeah. Right. Either and better yet, certain people you don't need to let in your life. There's where that discernment comes in that we were Um, that we alluded to earlier and we'll do an episode on discernment, but long story short, remember why you're there and don't stop until you get it. Don't, don't quit, you know, quitters, you know, that's, that's a bad habit to jump in there and just start quitting things and, Oh, it was too hot. It was too cold. The teacher doesn't like me. So, okay. You know, all those things are going to happen. All of them at some point or another. So be prepared. In fact, put that in your plan. Put that in your plan because the ultimate goal is you want to be undeniable. You cannot, you know, someone cannot deny your greatness. Somebody cannot deny how well you prepare. Somebody can't deny how tough your skin is because otherwise you just fold, right? You just, and you don't want to just fold uh, and let them win. You are there to take the to take the prize and settle for you should settle for nothing less and it's not to say that you know while you all are in college that you cannot enjoy your time there you can you just like he said you got to make the main thing the main thing you will actually probably make some of the best long-lasting relationships you've ever had while you're in college but just don't lose focus on why you're there. It's okay to go to a football game, but it's not okay to go to a football game. If you got a turn paper 
do the next day that you haven't even started on. You know, stay focused, stay hungry for it. You know, you got a girlfriend or a boyfriend plan to spend time together, but maybe you plan to spend time together in a study session. You've got to learn who you are and what works best for you. It's not that you're dissing your friends. It's just that this is a fight. You're in a fight and you're in a fight to survive so that you can be the best person that you can be and get that degree. That's what matters. Amen. Good stuff. Good stuff. I I hate to get too uh, morbid here, but I'm going here because it happens, right? We live right outside of the capital city of uh, Mississippi, so Jackson, in the outskirts. All right, so about a decade ago, there was this young man that there was a breakup. They went to uh, Jackson State University. There was a breakup, and he had a, a new girlfriend. She had a new boyfriend, but he ended up killing her and driving around with her body in his trunk for a couple of days. And, you know, they found her and obviously he'll spend the rest of his life in in jail. Okay, that's tragic. Very recently at Ole Miss University, there was a young man that a young girl got pregnant. He found out and his answer to that was, I'm going to lure her to a, you know, dark meeting spot and kill her. Well, they found him within hours. Right. And he'll spend the rest of his life in jail. So. Deal constructively with adversity. Those were two people that dealt very poorly with adversity. Now, I'm, I am not a mental health professional, so obviously I would guess that both of them were dealing with profound grief of some sort and needed some help. So what I'm saying to you is use your tools, resources. If you feel something that feel unusual, seek out health. A beautiful thing that's happening these days is Mental health is uh, those issues are becoming more uh, accepted and a person seeking help or be those people are being uh, uh, not ridiculed as much as they were in the past. So don't be afraid or ashamed in any way to seek out balance and mental health and talk to trusted mentors, trusted counselors, ask for help. If you have to ask for help once, twice, three times or more continue to ask uh, if, if you just are not feeling well in any way, but basic like run of the mill adversity. I'll tell you right now, know that it's coming. It is coming. Either it's going to be some kind of a, you don't have enough time. Your, your studies are falling. Uh, maybe you lose your job. Maybe your roommate is tripping and nasty and leaves shit all over the place. That's adversity. Um, and Hey, I watch a lot of ID channel. People end up being killed over dirty apartments. I don't want you killing nobody over dirty apartment. I don't want you getting killed over a dirty apartment. I want you to constructively handle adversity. And I know I'm going way deep here, but I don't know why a lot of our young people got a gun in their back pocket, but that's a fact. Yeah, this is not the wild, wild west. I know I know your favorite rapper, Lil Whoever, told you it, it is the wild, wild west. It is not. This is not the wild, wild west. We don't need bullets flying everywhere. And we can go through our you know day-to-day lives resolving issues and handling adversity uh, with class and with sense. Yeah. And, hey, you also, you don't have to win an argument. 
Sometimes the other person can go on about their business. Hey, I stepped, I bumped into you. You know what, sir? You're right. I did bump into you. My apologies. Put your gun back in your pocket so we can go on about our business. Ain't nobody got to die today. Okay. That's, that's how that goes down. Well, my good people, that just about wraps up today's episode for our recent graduates. I hope you received some good actionable takeaways from this special bonus episode. And I want you to please put those things into effect today. If you like the show, please like, share, subscribe, and leave a review. We always want to hear from you. We want to hear what practices do you plan to put in place to make the most of your upcoming move. Okay. Also want to hear about any topics or ideas on guest interviews that you'd like to hear on future episodes. You can contact me by leaving a comment at thewellroundedwolf.com or email calvin at thewellroundedwolf.com. We'll see you very soon with another fresh episode. We want to thank Angela uh, for co-hosting. You're going to be hearing a whole lot more from her uh, on every episode. That being said, we're, we're out. out. Peace.